Curious Bards, I'm your humble Game Master Tom, and this is Adventure 59. Adding our 16 more episodes before that, uh, that brings us to 75 adventures by our math. That is an incredible large amount of content uh, that's been going on for this season. Uh, it has been a great season so far, although as the stakes keep getting higher at these high levels, we know it could end violently at any time. Let's see if that time is tonight. Uh, we have uh, been having a great time here on twitch.tv slash inglorious bards every tuesday 6 30 p.m pacific come join us on the live show and chat and say hi uh, you can also catch us on every podcast platform in the known universe check everything out at ingloriousbards.com let's get a recap of what happened last time from a player who while present did not play a single moment of the last two sessions from jeremy uh so I didn't see it, but the heroes were all in the oubliettes uh, that we recall. It started out with a recognition that uh, one of the, the characters, the one that we saw before in the gray robe, was starting to torture and trying to initiate all of the players. He, he broke Yaru and uh, Sildren agreed to actually follow them. Uh, Narcadian is how he revealed himself to be. That was the name of the... the the master of the guy in charge of the entire oubliettes. Uh, Bali and Piercy didn't, and they chose to not be a part of that and, and to really not interact in any way other than rebellious, to, to, to do just what they were doing. Um, Yaru and Sildren were, were treated much better. They were fed, they were watered. The other two were continued to be locked in their cells. Uh, after a while, Sildren was actually taken away uh, to Kalian Vero, who chose to be with one of the champions. And uh, while she was with him, she indicated that there were some certain things that she knew. And one of them was that she had, a, a, knowing that they were going to be here, she's here to actually get the defenders back home and, and to break them out. She gave them some information about a vision that she had or some dreams that she had overnight while he slept at her tent, but not with her in the tent, uh, whether he wanted to or not. <laughs> and... Uh, reminded him of the five stars. Well, the next day, when Sildren was taken back, everyone was brought back into the great auditorium, the Colosseum that they're going to be a part of. And the announcer noted that there is this brand new, crazy large adamantine golem that they were going to be fighting against, but he was going to be on the side of his champions against those who opposed him. So now he has split the defenders two and two against each other they fought it sildren didn't fight bali or piercy even once he immediately tore up and started taking down the golem yaru fell right into stride and they they ended up knocking it out at the same time sildren who i didn't mention earlier the collar that was around his neck stopping all of the magic got moved to his arm kalian vero helped with that and sildren had shunka bite off his arm which freed him from the collar and, and, and allowed his magic to flow freely. At the same time, Kalian Vero seems to have affected the magic inside the Colosseum, freeing up the collars on almost everybody. With a huge uh, spell turning everyone into wind and blowing away, Sildren got all the defenders up and out, and they went to locate a clock tower, which is another part of Kalian Vero's uh, visions that they needed to get to the clock tower to get out. 
that's where we left off. There was a lot of falling, a lot of potential dying, and everyone is near dead still. His arm got reattached, however, so don't worry about that. Sildren's fine-ish, uh, thanks to the help of Bali being a part of it. But that is where we left off. I think that's where we're going to keep going, so I'm not going to say anything anymore. But from there, let their adventure begin! The sound of crashing waves keeps hitting the cliffside below over and over again. There is the smell of a fire and a semblance of cold gray as Xanner materializes within the conservatory of the Nexus. Cool. <laughs> Welcome to the game, Jeremy! <laughs> You can, you can bring your character sheet back out. That's <laughs> All right, now back to the real game. No, um, And I'm home. Xanner and Palik, you have used the uh, Nexus Quill to create a portal back to the Nexus from the fortress in the city of Icerin. You had to leave as you weren't quite sure what was going to be happening in that city with still plenty of dragonkin, although disorganized, flying about. Palik uh, walks off saying something about needing some rest and checking in on some folks in Mirskan maybe later on. And Xanner, you are in the conservatory. You are surrounded on three sides by a long curved section of iron and glass. Beneath you are sheer cliffs with a 100, 150 foot drop with waves crashing. Out as far as you can see is an endless dark gray sea as you are in the Nexus, a structure on top of a uh, gray cliff that is also itself very tall sticking out of this ocean that does not exist in any real known place uh, and you are in the conservatory which is attached to a uh, more of a library-esque area that has a fireplace some books on a wall different workshops and desks and there's different uh, smaller rooms and key rooms and storage spaces. This is your uh, your home away from home, your safe spot. You're not sure what has happened to your friends, where they've gone, where they are, with, if they will come back, um, but you had to get out of there. You go downstairs, deeper into this pinnacle of a cliff uh, in the Nexus, in the lower section where the different chambers for uh, kitchen and storage. You walk past a long but low ceilinged room that was probably used for storage long ago but it has been used um, not too long ago by you uh, for training purposes and you can see the spot you and Yelena had spent uh, several weeks training uh, in quite intense sessions including burn marks on the ceiling and floor right in the middle where you accidentally created your shard of magic um, and realizing that that's where you were with her uh, 
uh, several weeks ago, and yet she is not returning back with you now. You continue on past the kitchen. Uh, you hear Polite closing the door to her room. You uh, head towards yours, and right next to yours is Yelena's old room. You see her room is there. She has just some random outfit that's been tossed uh, out of an open drawer in this small Spartan room. Her bed's unmade as she would always leave it unmade. You see uh, there is a small desk that has a piece of paper and a quill that is an unfinished letter. And that is all that remains of Yelena here in the Nexus. Xander's uh, going to read the letter. You go to the letter. It is a letter that looks to have been carefully written by her as reading was not necessary. Reading and writing were not necessarily her strong suits. You even recognize some words in there she had asked you about secretly of how to spell, not knowing it was a letter that she was writing. The letter reads as follows. Here we go. <laughs> Xanner, it's hard for me to say this to you, so I'm writing you here with this letter. You and the rest of our friends, you all saved me. You saved me from the dragonkin that would have swarmed my village. You saved me from the people of my village who despised and feared me. But most of all, you saved me from myself. I didn't know what I was doing with my power or what I could do. I was lost, alone in the snow. You've been a good teacher and helped show me how my magic can help and warned of the dangers I must control. These last two weeks with you have been amazing. You have shown me so much. I feel like I'm part of the group. You have shown me sights, adventures, incredible power. Now that we're to head out to join the rest of our friends, I'm excited to be a true member of the group, to show everyone that I belong. I guess I didn't realize how much I needed to belong to something. You've been so patient with me, even when no one else would. I want you to know, and it just ends there, unfinished. Oh. Okay. Um. Created a nexus point. So there is a text in a book for uh, Jervain, I'm guessing, that, that may not have been there before. Is there a new Jervain book? Correct. So you created runes over several hours inside the fortress in the city of Icerin, northwest in the um, cold realm of Jervain. Uh, when you did that, a new book was created on the pedestal within the Nexus Conservatory that has uh, a way to get back and forth to that point. Xander's uh, going to take that book to the pedestal and travel back to Jervain. Okay to uh, find Yelena's body, hopefully where he left it. All right, you go to the book, you uh, make sure it's open, you start reading some passages, it starts describing what's in that room, the, the smells, the, the feel of the cold wind, and before you realize you're, you're just visualizing it, you're no longer visualizing it and you are there. Um, you are within maybe, I don't know, 100 feet of the dead corpse of Char Ice. Uh, there's other dre dead dragonkin. You don't you can hear some screeching far off in the distance, but you feel like you're relatively safe. No signs of your hero friends. And you walk over to, I believe, Bali put her uh, in a corner of this large underground chamber, and you find her there. Okay. Um, with her arms already crossed over her and uh, up near the wall where Bali placed her, Xander's going to reach down and cast flesh to stone and petrify her 
into a stone statue, and then he will use uh, he'll use his dagger for the very first time ever to carve uh, over the stone behind her. Here lies Yelena Dragonslayer, a defender of Varen. And then he'll head back to the Nexus. Do two things for me. Uh, make a quick crafting roll. Yeah. Not not a super strong skill for Xander. Uh, that is that's a two. It's a two that I rolled. Um, <coughs> oh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> you, you know, I it just it's Dragoon Slayer. <laughs> I, I would use a hero point, but I don't have hero points because this is my very first time being level sixteen and level fifteen simultaneously. So uh, it's going to be a twenty-four craft. Twenty-four. All right. It's not the most professional job, but it looks like a lot of heart was put in to make this to work. <laughs> Uh, also, Defender. oh, there's two Fs. Damn it! You've, you've <laughs> wrote discovered it in Gnomish. <laughs> you've discovered Comic Sans. Uh, as you're carving that, and you step back and realizing that she is truly gone, uh, are there any thoughts you have about death that have come out to you recently? Not just with her, but with the news of your father as well. I think. There, there was a moment for sure that Xander was re. That, hmm. There really is just one life. There's just, there's just one way that we do it, whether it's through adventuring or whether we get pulled into it through destiny or fate. We have one way to do it, and mine's still here. Shouldn't be. I should be dead probably three or four times over, but because of my friends, I'm still around. And I need to make sure that I live my life the best and that I help others keep theirs as much as possible. I gotta find my friends. And I, I Xander heads back to the Nexus. All right, Xander heads back to the Nexus. Lightning strikes, thunder booms, and the rain continues to pour outside in the area surrounding the Oubliette on another plane of existence. Our remaining heroes, Bali, Sildren, Shunka, uh, Yaru, and Piercy, are in a clock tower that is perched on top of a wide crevasse that looks down into a huge area. Down below, on along this huge cliff, three, four hundred foot cliff, are different buildings and hovels and, and, and catwalks and stairs and ladders. But at the very bottom is a big arena that you know all too well. You're up here on top of this clock tower, wind blasting, uh, the rain still pouring, uh, and you are within a small domicile just underneath this clock tower where there is a uh, pudgy man a uh, human man who is closing some wooden shutters, forcing it down and putting a wooden bar down to keep the wind from blowing it out. And there is his uh, young son who still looks frazzled. You have just gotten off of a railing where he almost fell to his doom. The man says, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough. And he grabs each of your hands and bows very low. Thank you. Thank you. It is us who must thank you. Would you let us inside? You are inside. <laughs> this is my this is my home. 
You have a nicer home. <laughs> Let, Let me go fix, inside, huh? Let me fix the leak in the roof that's it's... obviously there. Okay. <laughs> Improv 101. <laughs> Let me fix the leak. We're surely being sought after. And Bali will start to close shutters. Okay. Different things. I, I, you, you saved my boy. And he grabs onto your hand, Sildren, and bows low. Indeed. Um, we have come at a very interesting time, and there is somebody that visited you long ago who foretold of us. He stops and looks, his eyes growing wide. This is true. It How is. do you know of this? Because we are the foretold. That's not quite the word <laughs> she used, but all right. Well, mm. <laughs> you know, it's not a, argue over semantics. But. It's a so four of us, foretold. <laughs> we are telling you. I'm telling you, the four, foretold. So you're told we are the four, because we were told. Here, I, I take these to dry off, and he hands small little towels. You look quite damp and moist, particularly the cat. Yes, thank you. Damp and moist is my mother's name. (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was popular. That's why she was damp and moist. (laughs) This is quite an uncomfortable conversation with my boy here. He's a young lad. We don't have very good luck with children. And if we have young lads in the audience, please accept our apologies. We've had a week off. Are you Nesser? I, I am. We've been sent here to look for you. Then you must be the foretold. That's <laughs> okay. what I'm telling you. We, are... <laughs> we must return to Varen. Is that why we're here? Going to Varen? Bali gives a quick look around the place to see what it is. It's just a standard hovel, right? Yes. I, I do not know that, that, that place or name or who that is. What did Callie and Vero tell you? Uh, the woman years ago told me that there would be an accident with my boy, but he would be fine, that uh, he would be rescued uh, by uh, several uh, heroes, and that I must provide them a map to get out. I am a cartographer, Nesser the cartographer. Wonderful. And that map? I don't know. I just met you. (laughs) Nessa, you've had all this time to prepare a map, and you have not. Nessa, you are a cartographer of of this world, yes. I'm a cartographer of of whatever is needed. Well, whether you know it or not, there are worlds beyond this one. We come from one of those, and it is our belief that you have the key to our return to our plane. Show me your maps. He says, all right. And he takes you over to a big, wide uh, architect's-like table that's slightly slanted. It's got big sections of parchment and paper and vellum and all sorts of different writing materials and quills and tons of different inks, different colors. Um, Some of them have cool, like, 80s girl sparkly glitter inside, just whatever you can imagine he's got. Weird animal quills of all different types. Uh, And he shows you this gigantic piece of paper with... five or six pages underneath it and says this this is this is my map and it is completely blank are you a beginner <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch the tutorial first he what? says i i can help you in 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 what you seek uh tell tell me what it is that you seek and i will aid you 
And yep. he gets out his quill and starts dipping the ink. Do you have maps of Varen? Uh, I do. I will actually pull out. Yaru has a quiver of his own that he stole from Captain Jagged's private quarters uh, that he's been working on, especially during the ride with uh, Shale across all of Varen. He kind of did a big uh, escape of that. So he pulls out all of his maps and little glyphs that he's been working on. Allow me to show you this. Ah, and he brushes it aside. No, tell me what it is you seek. And he closes his eyes and puts his hand over his page and waits. We seek a place. It's, it's our home. It's a place where there's, uh, there's uh, lots of lands. Uh, one of ice and uh, the islands to the west. And there's a place in the south where the, the wizards, they live there. And then the middle, there's the mountains. And, and the, the, dwar- the, 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 what did you, the, dwar- the dwarves. Like Bali, he, he lives there. Thank you, Piercy. <laughs> we seek the city of Iserin. I am not quite focused. It's hard to see. Is there anything? <laughs> <laughs> if only someone filled my bag with gold. <laughs> I see so it's much thread in this campaign. <laughs> Only Palik was here with yeah, all the gold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he says, um, that's, it's too, too broad. I need something more specific. Ah. Something, something tangible, something you know, or something here, local. Piercy, the scale. Uh, yes. That's, uh, I hear any 103 pulls. pounds. He pulls out of his bag because it's too big for his cheek mouth. Cheek pouch, um, a scale from Char Ice. Uh, this is a dragon that uh, we, we killed uh, uh, just just before we came here. Uh, her body, she she's still there. Uh, maybe this helps you to 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 find her. And he looks it over and prods it and touches it a little bit. Gets low and sniffs it. <laughs> And then closes his eyes and puts his hand on the page, gets another hand with a quill, and then starts to draw some shapes, very specific lines, and draws them and draws them. And Sildren's got some good survival, I believe. I oh, know, and Yaru has been dealing with maps too. The two of you can instantly recognize that he is drawing the uh, area around him, the crevasse, this almost star-shaped wide crevasse. Uh, that his clock tower is perched on top. Got it. And he starts drawing. He says, I, I, I sense a mark here. And he points to a spot and draws it with a little circle and says, that, that, is, that is the way out. And he opens his eyes and looks at this very own creation and says, that is, that is the rings. That is what has brought many people here. And many things. How do we use the rings to return to our land, to where we're from? I'm sorry, I'm just a cartographer. Yeah, none of us have, none of us know about the rings, do we? Or does Yaru? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we they were, did. they brought us here, so. Okay. Yeah, you saw swirling rings. Oh, those rings. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking the, never mind, the gears, sorry, from the chain gate. Never mind. Machine. Looking at so looking at the map, where is this mark at? Like based off kind of the where I, I guess 
understand where things are in this world. Yeah, where I do we need how to go far to? From the stadium we've been compared. Yeah. yeah. We've got to get to the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the clock tower. He says, um, uh, grab your towels and come outside for a moment. <laughs> and he unlatches the shutter and the door blasts open with the wind and the rain. And he heads outside and says, come, come. Then steps out onto the mm. creaky metal uh, balcony. The fall of the tree. He points out across the way, hundreds of yards across on the other side, uh, where there's another cliff, there are some more permanent looking stone structures that have been built that stick out about midway out of the uh, cliffside. And he says, that is the area of the rings. You can see there's um, several flying folks around with strange little packs on their back flitting about and uh, searching for something. Uh, in the rain, and, what it could be. but struggling with the high winds. There's also tons of wires crisscrossing, uh, and uh, you can see, at least on a far one, uh, there's a metal basket with a bunch of people in it just slowly going down from one place to another. Uh, and you see that's how they're moving people and goods between different spots on this crevasse. <clears throat> Is there a wire from here to the spot where the rings are not from here to there but you're on the topmost on this section if you go over down a path you can see there's a slightly larger building and it has a line that goes right above uh, where the rings are and i would imagine just looking out seeing that there's riders around and things um what's the likely like if we were to take that wire mm -hmm. we would be seen is that pretty evident uh, could it could could we potentially get there without being seen you based could potentially off potentially get there rating, without right? being seen i don't like the way you phrased that <laughs> <laughs> theoretically <laughs> anything's possible i'm guessing at this time about a minute has passed so sildren would have recovered 150 hit points <sighs> and his arm is now reattached <laughs> oh that feels good Weird. Is it a right? Might be a little shorter. It's, a left. You know, oh. it's, it's its default setting is dwarf arms, so you might be. Yep. I did that to Feon too. Come uh, in, out of the rain, out of the rain. Let me get you something warm to eat, all of you. You look like you haven't eaten in a long time. Some of you. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you look quite well fed. Mm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Nesser, these rail cars, what sort of security do uh, you Yaro, have? you are currently being petted by a nine year old boy right now who's stroking you gently on your back. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, I was trying to be stern, but his tail yeah. keeps going up for no reason. Uh. What kind of uh, security on the rail cars is there and in that building? He says, I, I, I don't know at all about that, but there are many people that take the lines uh, uh, all day. There's movement back and forth. Uh, Yaru, make a willpower save. Willpower save. <laughs> Great. It's purring in your future. Uh, uh, <laughs> 27. You start purring loudly. <laughs> Everyone in the room can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> My line of questioning is done. <laughs> I'm going to need a moment. I went from bad cop to good cop. Real. 
And he brings out warm food for you all and some cold ale to drink it. Percy grabs one bowl and just shoves it in his cheek pouch <laughs> while then grabbing another bowl to actually eat it, eating it. Yeah, we've got the entire city looking for us. I don't think we have a lot of time to get comfortable. I'm a hungry. As Bolly takes the thing and starts chugging the mm. ale. Am I going to get that bowl back? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. No. Oh, yeah. Eventually. No. Am I going to get my tail back? <laughs> like other, uh, yes, Piercy. Yes. Uh, there, uh, there would be sewers here, some way to travel underground, unseen. I suppose it's so. Um, uh, maybe there's uh, um, yeah. I, I think I could find us a way of a true there to to this other place. It's worth a shot. That's a good idea. It is. I have another, and he puts in. Another bowl in oh, his cheek pouch. That was my son's favorite bowl. <laughs> it's gonna cost you. Oh, okay. Oh, dripping <laughs> mouse moisture. It's a, it's a, it's a dry off. It's fine. It's a delicacy Ooh. in some <laughs> in some lands. Um, while we're eating, Yara will go over to, uh, to Sildren. What other clues did uh, Callie and Vero give you? There. We have the means to our escape. Now we have to figure out how to manifold them. We, there's a lot that she told me, some of which may be saved best for when we're all together and we can speak as one. Uh, For now, the more unified we are in purpose, the harder we are to track. So we must remain unified and of singular purpose in getting out of here. Every ch- every head turns to Bali, obviously <laughs> healing somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just gambling. <laughs> Come on, I don't care you're nine. Come on, <laughs> Seven. <laughs> uh, yeah. I agree, Sildren. Piercy, do you think you could lead us there? I think I can. Okay. <laughs> have, uh, are we going then? Yes. Yes, sir. We thank you for your. Oh, you're leaving so soon. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, maybe we'll be back to visit, yeah? All right. I'll I'll prepare some beds for tonight. Uh, okay. Uh, maybe maybe in, in two nights, maybe. Or three. We'll prepare you for three nights then. Uh, Maury, get your bread ready. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, there. Uh, we going down the uh, stairs into the sewer now. What sewer? Uh, the the vans, the 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 tunnels underneath the city where where old poo goes. No, the I just throw everything out the window. It 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 it's good to live up above. Uh, but but uh, down below, uh, there's the tunnels, yeah. No, there's tents and shacks. But but below the tents and this the shacks. Ca- this cavern is not hollow. Uh, I, there's the arena, and they've got tunnels with big nasty guys and strange monsters. But uh, there's no other tunnels. Not that I know. There of. must be. Come on. <laughs> I don't think uh, there are any more tunnels, Pierce. Every every city has the tunnels. If you think of a wire as like a really small tunnel that's really long, <clears throat> that maybe that sounds like wire is our option. Yes. 
But I feel bad if you're leaving now. Should, wouldn't you want to stay and rest? You look tired and needing to level. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, there Sitting are points. those As you were talking, us. Uh, I assault the Ahsoki with something sharp. Roll a d8 for damage. Uh-oh. Out of nowhere, Bali screams. <laughs> <laughs> Be here! There we go. That's not an eight. Do you have a D8 in here? I have tons of them. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> that four. one's a D8, that one's a Four. Nine. You take four points of damage. Have a good day. And then how many do I <laughs> receive? 185. Okay. Dying five. Minus four? Okay. No, I've already calculated. Okay. 185. We are being pursued by Narcadian and others. Will we be safe here? Maybe it is best that you go there. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to know why you're being pursued. Uh, I, I don't want trouble from, from him at all. It's better for the boy. Um, Hold still. Yar is going to copy all of the map that he that uh, Nasser just drew. All right. So he rolls that up and gives it to you. Oh, okay. Sweet. He says, "Here, let me, let me give you one last gift." Then, and he sits in front of his table and closes his eyes and puts his left hand on the page and grabs a quill and dips it into some interesting ink, and says, "Tell me something in your world, in your plane, in your home." that you want to know the location of, and I will draw you where it can be found. Where Scorchinar is most vulnerable. He says, I need something more more specific than that. And he starts to draw some lines, Scorchinar? and you recognize him drawing the outline me. of the world of Varen. Well, that's a question that I asked. Cool. Is that what we want? That looks familiar now. I know those coasts. Uh, what about the, isn't there another tower? Oh. There's many towers. Yeah. Yeah. The body of Scorginar. He starts to think, and he starts to draw and draw, and he draws the full outline of Varen, even though he has never been. And he's able to somehow draw it to the detail, including Azamir and the Larak Islands in the southeast and all the Thousand Isles and all these different little spots. But he just draws the outline, nothing on the interior, no names, no nothing at all. And then he takes his pen, his quill, and he starts to rise it up uh, towards Calivier, and he takes it up more towards Rescalon in the northeast, continues raising it up north and north and north until he gets to the Bay of Sin and places a circle at the old ruined city of Domen Theev. I do not know what it is you're talking about, but my magic and my skills point me to there. What manner of magic is this, Nessa? Narcadian brings in many interesting people and valuable skill sets and valuable items with his rings. And he has brought me in for his purposes as well. And I serve as best I can. And now I'm glad to help you, as you have helped me and Mori, who now knows what double down means. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend who has tools with magic abilities, just as you. 
It is an honor to know someone who uses them to save this world and the next. Be well. Be well. You head off? Yeah. He snatches the wet towels before you go. <laughs> Uh, you guys head sort out. Sort of fights him for it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like a Planet Fitness. Yeah. These stuff back. <laughs> Wipe down the machines when you're done. <laughs> best of best of luck. And he closes the wooden shutters. And you guys are on this rickety um, balcony that's already failed once tonight. Wind still blowing. Lightning flashing. Thunder uh, booming. And the wind still uh, just uh, hammering you guys with the rain. You see, again, multiple lines crisscrossing there now, two different baskets. This is like a mile and a half wide. Uh, Think of it just like a a, a, a world's biggest lightning strike just hit the ground and created a perfectly flat cut that's about 300 feet deep in this desert badlands, creating a perfectly smooth desert badlands on the ground where they have over many years constructed shacks and building and stuff and then built some into the sides and then going across they have all these different wires uh, moving on on chains and stuff like that Uh, you see there are lanterns lighting up all along there's hundreds or thousands of people that live here Um, and then there are also a few uh, flying silhouettes in the darkness of the sky and the rain that have these weird little uh, jet type things that are flittering about Children cast energy ages on Piercy. What does that do? Yeah. What does that do? It's a 24-hour duration. You practice target from a powerful, long-lasting energy barrier. The target gains resistance 5, 2, acid, cold, electricity, fire, force, negative, positive, and sonic. All of them? All of yep. them? You don't have to choose? Nope. Wow. And it lasts for 24 hours. It is a 7th level spell, my friend. Wow. Thank you. <clears throat> You've died enough. <laughs> um, so the wires uh, connecting everything, it's I'm imagining they go diagonally, kind of every which way, up and diagonally, down. Diagonally, up and down. Uh, there are big wheels that attach to them. You're not sure yet how they move, uh, but they have wide cages that could fit uh, 10, 12 people, a bunch of boxes and crates and stuff. And it was one connecting where we are, the clock tower, to another building, which goes to the where we expect the rings to be, or was nope. it multiple going Nope, in? there's yours, you're on a clock tower. Um, there's a small path of stone that goes along the cliff edge. There's a larger building where you can see some lights, and there's even someone that's on a, bal- uh, a balcony that goes all the way around this uh, almost warehouse-looking place. There's a guy there with a lantern and a hood on getting hammered by the rain, and he's kind of looking out uh, down into the cliff area. And then he has the closest line, and it goes down, 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 and all the way across this huge wide area, which is like a quarter mile wide, and it goes all the way across and hits a stone structure that is just a face of a wall that you see uh, with some windows and a big opening for this line to go through. Uh, and that is above, directly above, where your um, uh, uh, Nesser pointed. Is there any other obvious path to get there? If we like went down to the ground where all the tents and shanties are or whatever, it seemed to indicate that Nasser was saying that. Um, is there a clear path that we could get to the place with the rings? You see nothing from this distance, but you don't. There's a whole bunch of buildings and such that are inside that far wall that you don't know how to get into. Okay. Yeah, when we were flying in, they were like in the cracks and crevices of the sides of the mm-hmm. wall, essentially. Yeah. Um. Um. Well, 
bunch of us can like drop a certain amount of feet without yeah. getting hurt so we can get to another room I'm also going to take the opportunity to cast status on our little group as well. All right, status meaning you're able to see where everyone's at. As long as they remain on their this plane. This plane. The same plane of existence as I. All right. So. Do you see Xander? <laughs> no. He's <laughs> <laughs> nowhere. Xander's in the Nexus. I just want to double check. <clears throat> More wind. Another lightning we strike. must either travel down and through or... Across the wire. Well, yeah. Um, Yaro just looking at. Jeremy, roll twenty side die. Focused on the map here. Eleven. Eleven. A guy with some strange metallic backpack that allows him to flitter about through the air flies somewhat close, but does not uh, get any closer to the clock tower and keeps on zipping by. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time no, to beat this. And are getting closer. Yeah, just looking down at the map, Yara is going to kind of follow towards that building. Um, this, this, this High up here, okay. So yeah, we're going to start heading structure. towards, yeah. You were saying we have to climb the line to get across? I'm hoping that one of the cars will be able to take us across. Okay. Yeah. You head up there. Uh, you walk across this stone path. You see there are several carts that have been placed in a... Uh, outdoor stable area that has strange oxen-like animals with weird curved antlers and big forearm leg type things uh, that are just sitting there huddled under this small lean-to with the rain pouring down. Uh, there are a dozen of those. There's a big wide road that leads out and heads off into a desert, bad, dry badland uh, that is just soaking up all of this uh, a massive amount of water that it can. You guys are being hammered by the rain, are walking uh, over to this big structure there are doors here on the side and right above it is this balcony that goes all the way around it's a large uh, two-story structure that's um, pretty large while we've been doing this i've also cast iron gut upon myself cast what iron gut iron gut um and it's casting at third level so i think it's either eight or 24 hours it's not going to matter uh your mouth esophagus and stomach become incredibly elastic and tougher than metal for the duration of the spell you can reach down your throat to store or retrieve a single object of light or negligible bulk in your stomach as though your stomach were a backpack or other container storing or retrieving an item this way requires an interact action the object must be small enough blah 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 Basically, I can hide something he's in my... Jim Carrey in the mask with the, the dynamite. <laughs> or he's he's Piercy in the most horrific way. Though. Yes. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Like you're yeah. trying to catch a catfish, but it's your own self. <laughs> what is the situation with our necklaces or the the restraints that we had? The, were they those... fell off. They're gone. They're yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. They didn't all fall off. Uh, v I think we should go. <clears throat> you're right outside this building. Um, looking in a window, what does the interior look like? You look through a window. It is hard to see. There's some thick curtain over it, but you can just see inside. There uh, is one guy who is moving some small boxes and stacking them on larger boxes. There's a warehouse within there. There are several carts. There's one of those animals inside that is being uh, chained to uh, harness to one of these uh, wide carts for some sort of trip elsewhere. And you can see there is a... Uh, a lift, uh, a metal lift that rises up to an upper section, and you cannot see what's in the upper section. 
Is there a window uh, second story? You can see there's windows up there, yes. Uh, I have a climb speed of 10 feet. I'm just going to climb up the side of the building um, and check the second uh, story level. All right, you climb up to the second story. You are at a 90-degree different side than the guy who is on the cliff side. Mm -hmm. So let's say he's on the west side of the building, you're on the south side, and he still has some lanterns just looking for the longest time out there. He's completely oblivious to you with the rain and the sound. Uh, You can look through a window there. You see that, um, ooh, do you have crafting? I have crafting, where is the sea? I am untrained in crafting. You see stuff. Stiff. <laughs> you see there are things here. Cogs okay. and... Uh, is anybody trained in crafting? Yeah. But they're Sildren, not Sildren, get up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sildren will go up and look. Uh, make a stealth roll, Yaru. Stealth. That's a 33. With a 33, you're able to say that without drawing attention other than Sildren, and Sildren is able to climb up. Do you have any climbing speed? I do. Um, really? I'm relatively. I got as many speeds no. as I've taken, I must. You should be no. on your front page. Oh, let's see. I have like eight pages of abilities here. Front page. Let me look. Is it on, on next speed. to your speed? Is that? Front page. Speed. Oh. Top left. Um, no. Should be in bold. No. Okay. It just takes time, and Yaru has to reach down and help get you yeah, up there. I was going to say, can I help him? Yaru, make another stealth roll plus two. Really killing me. That's better. Uh, minus, pl- minus two or plus two? Plus two. Plus two. Yeah. That'll be uh, almost even, even 40. Okay, you're fine. It takes time. You're able to get Sildren up, and the guy who's up, up, up on that balcony with you is oblivious. And Sildren, you are there, and you're peeking through the window. Okay. Make a crafting roll. Uh, it's going to be 39. You easily see that this... What is it, children? <laughs> it's just stuff. It's just stuff. Go back down. Go back. <laughs> you see that there are uh, gears and there's some uh, magic uh, glowing crystal thing that it looks very low-powered that you believe functions as the uh, ski lift type effect. And your best guess is that the... <clears throat> goods come in are loaded onto a lift that rises up is hooked up with just a lever pull and becomes the cart that goes across so that means there is a cart ready to go but it is currently down below and is currently being loaded and there's currently a large crazy star wars bantha beast type thing on it <laughs> wait wait what repeat <laughs> <laughs> all that again so the cart that we need to get on to go across to where the rings will be is currently on the bottom floor being loaded with a cart and there's a beast on there as well and then that lifts up yeah and goes yes so good news bad news situation if we stay here uh i can see the wheels kind of have wheels on them yes but if we stay here the cart will come up to us the bad news is the cart currently contains something very nasty not very friendly. Mean. I mean, it looks that way. You don't know. Is there another don't cart? judge people by their Android. looks. You don't know. It's <laughs> not face. Do you think there could be another cart coming after that one? Probably at some point, mm. but I don't think we have much time. Um, so this creature that's being loaded up on it, how friendly on a scale of one to... Horrifically not so, would it be? Um, it is a draft animal. 
Oh. It looks like a strong ornery, but draft oh. animal. Okay. So, from All right. I, I might. I might have embellished it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got sharp, pointy teeth. From a one to an episode five. <laughs> All right. Um, if we might be able to drop down in the cart before it crosses. We're in a position now that like the cart will come up to where it is and then start to cross over. Correct, with just a lever pull or two. Right, and where we are, we could just kind of hop in, right? You would need to get inside get in this second floor, yes. Okay, and there's no, no, nobody inside on the second floor. No, there's just a guy who's outside on the railing mm. um, that that cart would go through and the main door out. And he's just like a lookout guy. He's, yep. He's looking out the railing down and looking down there and seeing what all going on with the flying guys and the chaos and all the, the all the lights that are now appearing down way down below in the yeah. arena itself. And how long before that cart hit reaches us? No idea. It's currently being loaded or unloaded down below. Okay. I'm just getting wetter out here. What? Children, what are you thinking? I'm thinking we get in that cart when it gets up here. We you have to deal cool. with this man, this thing first. Piercy, do you think you can take out the guard? Uh, I, I, well, I, I mean, I, I could do my hair, and maybe <laughs> if I ask a nice, he lets me take him out, yes. That could give us a distraction. <laughs> Paliki is not. <laughs> <laughs> the Yaru face fall that just went across your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're gonna die here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you leave it to me. I'm afraid to. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll we'll back him up. Okay. Yeah. And this creature? Uh, it may be. Um, it's on. Re- I may be able to placate it. I may not. Um, My druidic ways may be helpful. Maybe not. We'll use that as a first resort because we will need the creature in the cart. At no alive or dead. Ideally. Uh, and Yara will hop down um, and get like still staying behind the building um, and go around towards Piercy and prepare to sneak up on the guard. Okay. So you guys, Piercy, you're coming up to the second floor mm-hmm. on the balcony. Mm-hmm. You guys are waiting. And what are you waiting for? Uh, I guess mostly just the guard if he's I don't know if he's standing in one position or not, or if he's yeah. making rounds. Um, I would suggest we wait until the cart starts to come up, and then we take care of the guard, and then... I could push him off. Instead of That's going to cause a scene. A screaming guy it's, falling. Bolly approaches the front door, and hauls off with his hammer and starts banging on the front door. All right, Bolly is Thank gone you, Bolly. off and hammering on the door. What's taking so long? Kadunk, kadunk. And you up on the second floor can hear someone from the bottom floor say, um, there's someone at the door, hold on. And the guy who's on the balcony stops from the balcony and walks through the big wide open double doors that it will come out of, the, mm-hmm. the, the cage will come out of, and he just walks inside and looks down and then comes back out and walks back out to the railing. Bali, you hear uh, some squeaking of locks and the door opens up halfway and there is a guy with a long thin mustache and a bandana over his head 
and he's got some scars down his arm, both of his arms, and he says, uh, What are you doing out here in the rain? Who are you? You know it's raining. You could let me in. It's quite wet out here. He opens the door, confused, and lets you in, and closes the door behind you. And Bully starts to shuffle off here. All right, where is it? What are you talking about? Y'all just trying to open the window. The tapestries. The tapestries. It looks of tapestries. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for my package. It's supposed to be ready. Uh, make a deception roll. The freaking Amazon Prime. <laughs> Plus one. I'm at 3315. A 26. Uh, who are you? What package? I don't know you. We're busy. You're busy. I'm wet and I'm looking for my package. Now this is the right street, isn't it? I, I thought I knew exactly where I was going. I was told to go up the main street. Come here. Make a right. Make this left. Come here. And here I am. Package, please. Uh, Yara, there's no window that you can open. They don't open. They're okay. there. Um, anything else you want to try? Not at present. All right. <laughs> Ooh, what manner of beast is this? And Bali will start walking over this. I'll trade you a package for this. What are you talking about? Get out of here. I think you'd owe me a package before I have to go. He draws a jagged-looking knife and says, I don't think so, friend. Now get out before I cut you apart. There's not a lot of room for friendliness here. Fine, I take your point. But uh, you, what, what is that, uh, that beast there? It's a fur gun. You should know that. They're everywhere. I couldn't tell. It's very bushy. It hasn't been trimmed in ages. Yeah, you have fun with your Fergan. <laughs> Christopher's defining the ecology of this <laughs> new realm, and I'm disconcerted by this. Start, start writing. Let me add this to the notes. Must be trimmed must frequently. Be trimmed. Furry and must be trimmed. Yeah, during this, uh, Piercy has stealthily snuck over towards the guard. Okay, make a stealth roll. I can do that. 26. 26. Okay. You are right behind him. Okay. Um, And with that, I pull out my short sword and stab him in the back. All right. Uh, Jeremy, roll a 20-sided die. 12. With a 12, Piercy, you are stabbed first as he whips around and stabs you in the lower left side for 25 even points of damage. Okay. Uh, and it is a time for you to do something now. You want to strike him. After you. <laughs> he goes again. Jeremy, roll two times, please. Uh, one's a three, one's a 16. Okay, you are hit for 30 points of damage and are you are able to dodge the second one and he tries to maneuver to get his back away from the edge of the railing. Go ahead, Piercy. But now I have Panache. Yes. Uh, first attack. Is uh, 40 to hit. Okay, that's a critical. Oh, critical. So okay. just double the damage you have there. All right. Then that's 14, 16, 32. 32 points of damage. All right. Four 64. of it is fire. What, 60? No, no, no. 30? 
32 is the double? Yeah. 32? Okay. Uh, you stab him. There. Stab him <laughs> brutally and cut him down. Okay. Cool. But not before he says, I'm under... And that's when your guy turns around and says, what's that? It's lightning. It's it's everywhere nowadays. I do, don't know. Maybe it's the Fergan. How old is this one? And he walks over towards the lift and points his knife back at you across the warehouse and says, you get out of here. All right, all right. And cool. he pulls a lever and there's a ka-chunk. And the Fergan groans loudly and the whole thing starts to rise. Him, All he wants to try to entice the Fergan with some food that he has on him. Just, all right. Just, <laughs> come here, boy. Come here. Make a... And he throws like this chug of meat from the bowl he had. And he loves it across the room. Make a nature roll plus two. Nature roll plus two. Come on, nature. Work with me. Oh, no. Oh. He's going to hero point that because he believes in his food. <laughs> No. <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, five, 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 five. Um, 26. With a 26, the animal is agitated by your presence as you get close and try and offer some food, and it ends up defecating, which some of it splashes upon you. Everyone knows you go talk to a Fergan when it's on a lift. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> very easily agitated by vertical motion. Adding that to the campaign. Only slightly less known. Children, we're running out of time. What do we do? Well, we should have gone with plan A, but I guess we're at plan... I don't fucking know what right now. Um, It rises up. Let's get in the cart. There's a platform that it's going to in the second level there? No, it's essentially just a hole, and it rises up into the second uh, floor. And then and it rises a, a foot above, and then just slot, when it attaches to the cable, which it's doing now, and then the little gem thing that's powering these wheels lights up just a little bit and glows, and it's about ready to start sliding down the line. And where Master Yaru and I are, can we get in pretty quickly? All of you are now just outside of the entrance with the dead guy um, on the balcony next to Piercy, and you can see the cart, the cage starting to come out. You see there are several boxes there. Um, and there is a guy with a knife looking around, and then there's a big, extra smelly beast on it as well. Like, oh, a Fergan. I know exactly what to do. And, like, um, let's go. And, like, you take care of the guy, I'll take care of the Fergan. It hasn't been trimmed in a while. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's matted. <laughs> and Sildren will leap down and attempt to communicate with the you're leaping onto the um, transporting cage as it goes by? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Super confident. As, as is Piercy. Uh, hey, hey, hey. None of that now. <laughs> it, uh, does Bully see stairs that go up, or is the only way up this? <clears throat> There's a ladder. I will go to the ladder. Now. Okay. Bali is climbing quickly uh, with up a ladder, and dwarves are not known for their quick ladder <laughs> usage. The rungs are never quite right height. Ladders invented by the elves. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get higher. Uh, you make your way up to the top, Bali, just as the back end of the, oh, uh, of the cage just leaves the railing. <laughs> you see the, the last slicker of black back end. The last <laughs> of the heroes of Yaru leaping on as well. Um, the guy with the knife uh, sees you, Piercy, and Yaru first uh, jumping onto there, and he doesn't uh, hesitate and is attacking. Jeremy, roll a die. Roll two dice. 20s? Yes. 
Uh, 14 and 6. I'll uh, take the 6. Uh, Piercy, you are hit for 25 points of damage as you are stabbed again. Uh, and he s- stabs you and he yells, help, to a friend who is not there. Uh, and you two may do something. Uh, Yaru hops out of the cart and with one if hand... If you hop out of the cart, you're in open air. Yeah, you're, the, we're, the cart has now it, just floating. left the we're, whole railing. I have a I have quick jump. Can I jump across and make that gap? Back to the uh-huh. the building? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. And I'm going to, with one hand, I'm going to grab him by the lapel. And on the other grab, hand... Grab whom? Is the guy with the knife not? The there? guy with the knife, the creature, and the... Oh, they're in the car. They're all in the car. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. The only thing we're missing is Bali from the Okay, car. well, yeah, I'm still going to jump across. and uh, with the with You jump across and you hear cursing, dwarven cursing, by the way. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to grab the lever and pull it the other way. All right, you go over there and make a crafting roll. It's like Shergan. There's several different <laughs> levers. <laughs> several different levers. Oh, boy. Here we go. Don't pull the release. Ooh, that's not great. With a 25. With a 25, you pull a lever, and it moves, and it does a big click, and locks into place, and dramatically increases the speed of the um, the whole lift. Is The ski lift carriage thing it starts to dramatically slide out. Sildren, you need to make a nature roll with the Fergin, please, to try to calm its agitated state. Okay. Um, <laughs> 39, 41. 41. You're able to calm the beast, uh, and it is looking at you with the uh, weird, heavy breathing noises. It does not smell good, but it is not uh, in any way uh, uh, agitated, and you can keep it calm, or whatever you want, really. I just, in the Fergan's eyes, I hear like a gong as it's just like making eye contact with you, unblinking. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, boy, easy. <laughs> yeah, um, um, I guess, uh, actually, I'm going to uh, encourage the Fergan to knock the guy off the lift. Oh, make another roll for that, then. 14 plus, if it's nature, plus 29, so 43. All right, it starts crowding and getting closer and closer to that guy, um, throwing him off and giving Piercy flanking. Piercy, <laughs> it is your turn. Uh, Piercy was going to do leading dance, actually, and pick him up and escort him to the edge of the, the cart. What was leading dance? Um, it's a move. It's a swashbuckler move. Uh, it's a... Per- I do a performance check against the enemy's will DC. And if I succeed, I get to move him 10 feet. Go for it. So, performance. Performance against enemy's will DC. Nice. Okay. Mm. We'll go with it. 31. 31 is a success. Critical you, or, may, or a regular success? Okay. So you it's, move, I, I move him five. Feet. You move him five feet. That is enough. You are able to describe how you are able to get him off the edge of this uh, area without striking him. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm right there, and I, I just kind of I just swoop in and and grab one hand out and one hand <laughs> You're the back. Dancing with you. That's not required. In the I theme. said I said after you. <laughs> And I just literal Yusuke. do a couple swirls, and he is now off the edge of the cart. And I say, "Oops, sorry." And <laughs> what does he does? He go blink, blink. 
and call that a Yaru. <laughs> he uh, is suddenly twisted and, and trips off the edge of the railing. He falls, he drops his knife and is able to grab onto the edge, is now hanging off of the edge as his dagger tumbles through the rainy night sky. Ray Frost. P Piercy, <laughs> Piercy stomps some fingers. Uh, Piercy stomping fingers. You stomp and he says, no, no. And he falls and falls and falls and falls and make a roll. Jeremy. 16. And lands perfectly in the arena with a splat. <laughs> As you guys continue to go over. Yeah! It is right at this very moment, probably 12, getting to 15 feet away from the edge, Bali. You see Yaru standing <laughs> there, and you have just gotten up and are racing over towards the railing. You can make it! You see Piercy is suddenly just starting to dance with this guy. Um, Soldrin might be hugging or kissing this beast. You're but I'm sure. at the building. You're coming right up to the railing. Right up to the railing. I, I, I guess I'm waiting for the next one. Oh, hi. <laughs> what do you weigh? That softly personal question. <laughs> Answer it, Stone Man. <laughs> <laughs> what Seems uncalled for. Yeah, you, you, what's your bulk? <laughs> you know, I measured in Fergan, really. Two and a half Fergan. About two, two and a half. I like to keep the numbers low. Um, <laughs> Meaning to lose half a Fergan this season. <laughs> I gained a Fergan. I told myself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm not capable of carrying anybody on my back uh, with a reduced speed, am I? Um, You can. I don't have. There, I know there's a skill for that, but. I Actually. Have, Soldier's just going to make it really simple. Use the reach spell, cast fly. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What the hell? Oh! <laughs> he starts kicking at the ground, and your feet are slowly coming up. <laughs> Burp, Charlie. Burp. <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> uh, well, with this, do I know I can fly now? <laughs> you believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Claps for Bali. It's gold. Claps. <laughs> Wait, am I still going up? <laughs> He's just tumbling upside down. Yaru's under fly, him. Like, Bali. Like, oh, You're a wizard. Guru <laughs> gets behind him and just bounces him like a balloon. <laughs> I imagine Bali's like Wally in space, just <laughs> yep. can't figure it out. <clears throat> um. Uh, Bali, assuming he can fly, uh, will try to take aim for the cart and make his way there. All right. You... Oh, my weight capacity is <coughs> only one and a half Fergan. <laughs> it's a Fergan per casting level. <laughs> uh, you start amblingly making your way there with uh, Yaru slowly walking beside you and giving you encouragement, I guess. Grab the tail. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't have a lot of control, and you're able to get in that general vicinity, and you finally collide into I like to the... imagine it's just Sildren pointing his finger, and that's... Where <laughs> he's controlling are. it. He could make it real easy, but he's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's trying to mimic the guy's jetpacking uh, around. It's like, it's like this? Uh, oh, you looking for him? You looking for him? <laughs> And you come bumbling in the general direction, and Jeremy, roll a 27 die. 
four. With a four, you land in the rear of a Fergan and slam eyes determining that. It's no matter what it rolled. God, what was it? One. <laughs> Just right in the Fergan. <laughs> you become. <laughs> uh, yeah, you smack right into the uh, back of the Fergan, and uh, Sildren grabs onto you so you don't bounce back out into the open air. Uh, and I'm you pressed digitating all of this. Oh, it's going to take off. it's going to take some effort and time, as you are quite smelly stay and stinky. Stay down, stay quiet. We they they are still looking for us. I was Quit through squirming the around. Bolly's it's still raining pretty heavily, right? It is. Okay, Bolly's taking advantage of that and scrubbing and getting clean. Okay, He's, I wonder where he was taking this. He points to the Fergan. It is currently going down and across this crevasse. Um, pull out the map again and compare it to We're where we are. We're heading the right way, right? You are heading in the correct way, <laughs> and Piercy can make a perception roll. Oh, with the damage of... Oh, wait. Hold on. Never mind. I don't think it was bludgeoning. It's a 31. With a 31, Piercy, you see, although a little uh, late, um, that quickly going to be here within the next few seconds is a guy in one of those little flutter packs who is flying right towards your transport. Uh, that's a sound fun to come in! Has he seen us? This guy comes and lands on your transport. Piercy uh, is there to meet him. All right. Sword out. Sildren's... What's I'm going? just ready to start rolling dice. It <laughs> can't be good. He lands upon the transport, and what does the guy say, Jeremy? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you, I wasn't expecting me to be here. <laughs> you smell it too. <laughs> What's my motivation? Can Piercy take a swing? Well, the guy's going to say something first. You're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be in the in the arena. <laughs> you're a new hire, aren't you? My second day. No one said anything about rain. I'm gonna rust my backpack. I'm gonna use a hero point and reroll that. All right. Are you swinging at him? Oh, fucking a. I guess not. Um, <laughs> thirty-two. With a thirty-two, you you hit. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> it's only nine points. With nine points of damage, Jeremy, like you have been stabbed ever so slightly as the guy who's apparently doing the transporting uh, has struck you for some strange reason. Ow! <laughs> Something grabs a hold of him so he can't get away. Uh, uh, guard gets to do something first. What would you like to do? <laughs> uh, What's my motivation? <laughs> smack him backwards. Like, like not necessarily hit him, but like, like get him away. Make a roll! Take his glove off. And... <laughs> uh, 11. With an 11, you jetpack two feet up off and kick with your feet and kick uh, Piercy back so Piercy cannot strike you for a little bit. Uh, however, Sildren and Yaru may do something. Is he within the ability to be grabbed? Sure. 
<clears throat> I will grab him and bring him back down. Make Stop. an athletics roll. Jesus, I'm gonna use a hero point because that was a three. Him? Well, let's let's grab them together. Out of corral yet? And we're <laughs> burning all five, our hero points. So twenty nine. Twenty nine. Jeremy, what is your um, <coughs> reflex save for the guard? Uh, do I just make it up or? Make, I'm, curious, I'm curious. I'm curious <laughs> what it is. I, I mean, Nine hundred. So he's what? He's a level four guard with the jetpack <coughs> and he's five feet off the ground. The reflex would be probably twenty eight. Twenty eight, for the reflex, the plus twenty eight. So that's close to you guys. Uh, oh no, that's that's too high. No, he'd be a plus eighteen. Okay, then it'd be right, a twenty-eight. So. Is your target number? Yeah, I hit that. All 29. right, you succeed. You grab onto yeah. him and pull him back over the uh, transport. I've also got a natural twenty on my grapple. And Yaru's got a, Yaru is also just <laughs> like an octopus. <laughs> Yaru, you have him uh, grappled and you have his face covered with your hand, with your paw. Can't breathe. You <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bad for this guy. Can we be a little careful? <laughs> he opens a little hole for him to be able to breathe. You will take us to the rings. Okay. We're already going there. He will guide us. He doesn't know anything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't remember anything, will you? <laughs> what is your name? Uh, Stuart. Well, listen. It's not me. easy, is it, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> listen to me, uh, Stuart. We are your friends. Yes, you seem friendly. Thank you. Ow. You seem inexperienced. We are. Come with us. Okay. Walk forward. All right. Jeremy might have a new character for this campaign. <laughs> Uh, you you continue to hold on. I'm to like him. holding him in front of me and kind of following the direction towards uh, where we're supposed to go. Okay. The, rings. Uh, the whole craft keeps getting closer and closer to the other side. You're about two thirds of the way through. Yeah, Sildren's keeping a keen eye out. Both towards. Make a reception the... roll, Sildren. Thank you. <laughs> um. 34. With 34, you can see with 10 seconds to go, another guy with a jetpack heading close to your section. Stay down. Stuart, tell him to keep going. Stay down. A guy comes flying. Who's staying down? The bully's actually hiding in the fur of the Fergan. Okay. <laughs> the untrimmed Fergan. The untrimmed Fergan. All right. Does Stuart have uh, any gear other than the jetpack on him? Absolutely. Like, like, like flare signals and, oh, yeah. and or guns sure. or tasers? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, and one of your fellow guys is flying within about 15 feet, and he yells, Stuart, what are you doing? Keep checking! Lie to him. I'm Stuart! I said lie! <laughs> <laughs> Unless you are lying. Um, right? Stuart, Stuart tries to, like, wave, but he's more doing, like, the, the baseball signals of uh, unsafe actions. All right. There's a case. There's, there's. Look for the case. There's a case. I'm stopping right? that. See somebody. Say somebody. Swatting his hand. Out. Make a roll. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah, you're you're oblivious to it. Uh, the guy just says, "All right, whatever," and flies off. <clears throat> Continues to come in. You're three quarters of the way through there. As we're walking, Yara's you're not walking. You're not on walking. this cart going. Oh, sorry. As we're traveling, Yara's examining Stuart's uh, backpack um, from behind him. 
and I'm going to try to disassemble it off of him. Great. Uh, make a crafting roll. Thank you. My rocketeer pack. Yep. That's a very delicate a piece of equipment. Beautiful crafting roll. I'm just taking this piece. It's very nice, very shiny. It's a tumble pot three. <laughs> that is a uh, 27. With a 27, you have uh, pulled off a piece that uh, breaks off two other pieces and is now unusable. Well, that's some motivation. And I throw it off to the side. <laughs> oh, Stuart! <laughs> Wait, you're just throwing the piece off or the, mm-hmm. or no, the pack? Everything that I took gets thrown off. Okay. You, you still are, have like half of a backpack on. <laughs> there's a, a stone structure that is tall. It is two stories tall, but it is just one wall you're seeing that extends out from the cliff side. There's a big stone opening doorway that allows this uh, metal cage to come in. As you uh, go in, you see there is one guy there with uh, three lanterns around him who looks very bored, also in a wet uh, coat. Uh, He has a smaller mustache, a curved sword strapped uh, to his side, and he's standing there with his arms folded, just tapping his uh, feet as you guys come in. And he sees a worried looking steward uh, standing in front of a black panther with a wizardy caster druid looking guy, Sildren, and he sees Piercy. Yeah. He sees Piercy, and that's all he sees in this giant <coughs> Bergen as your uh, transport then stops and swings for a little bit. There's just big uh, locking noise, and uh, then the gears stop moving. And the guy uh, comes forward with a uh, leash, and you see he's got three corridors that go out, three tunnely corridors that go out further into the <clears> cave <throat> side with a cart uh, that's a, a pull cart, but for a person uh, for each one. Can't be too careful with the Ferg in these days. He says, Yeah, you, uh, you, I don't know you. I don't know you. Well, how, how move these? Yeah. And so, (laughs) 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 be careful, it ripped that guy's armor half to shit. The smaller ones there, um, and the larger ones there, and you're missing like a whole bunch. Yeah, we are. We lost it, all right? I'm sorry. He just grew his arm back. You (laughs) can't pass out here. Have you not seen what's been going on? Did you not see the storm? You said, They, they got spooked. Make a deception roll, Sildren. 18? Eight total? What? No. Yeah, total. I have a I have a plus one in deception. Oh, yeah, use right what? <laughs> I rolled a seventeen. <laughs> I have a plus one in deception. It's okay. not going to get okay. better. Okay. <laughs> That's as deceiving as I get. How? I do like everyone staring at it like, how are you so bad at lying? Because <laughs> I'm not a liar. Unlike all of you. <laughs> plus one? He right. stops and looks at you with one raised eyebrow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, Get away! Piercy. Um, he hears dwarven mumbling coming from uh, the ass of the Fergan. <laughs> don't look at if, me. Uh, <laughs> don't look at the eye. If you don't mind, Tim, before I'm you never look at Fergan in their third eye. <laughs> I have a skill that I might be able to use here. It's called Glad Hand. Okay. First impressions are my strong suit. When you meet someone in a casual or social situation, you can immediately attempt a diplomacy check to make an impression on that creature rather than needing to convert for one minute. Converse uh, for one minute. Take a minus five penalty to the check. If I fail or critically fail, I can do it again and 
I can engage in one minute. This of is exactly what this is for. Instead of taking a long time to try, this is a quick, uh, fast mm. talk from other role playing systems. So go ahead and make a diplomacy with a minus five. That is a uh, 29. 29 total. What do you say? Like I said, this monster's been giving all of us all kinds of shit. We need to get towards the rings and take this thing out of our sight and into your hands. Please, can you help us? He says, uh, he draws his sword and says, all right. And starts uh, hacking away at some of the harness stuff. And Yara kind of has a calming hand to Sildren and the rest of the group just, you know. <laughs> and he cuts off more harness stuff. We won't be needing this and sloughs it over the side and starts getting the beast free and has his own rope. And he's getting closer and closer and patting the side of the beast, throwing <laughs> his own rope around. As he does that, Yaro gives Stuart a nice big pat on hard pat on the back. Thank you for your help, Stuart. Hopefully we won't see each other too much longer. What's to be done with the Fergan? He says, oh, it's going to be made into stew, I imagine. What's this then? And he starts pressing and feeling some strange <laughs> lump inside the fur of the Fergan. Fergan. You know what to do. <laughs> make a. It is Fergan gone wild. Make a nature roll minus four, please. Uh, nature roll minus four. Let's see. 24, 39, 39, 39. Total of 39. Yes. Jeremy, roll 27 die. I'm sorry, 40. 15. Yeah, 15. Boy. With a 15, the Fergan roars and makes a big biting attack with dull herbivore chompers <laughs> and, and pulling Bali along with it in the matted <laughs> fur. And it lunges forward and bites onto the right thigh of Stuart instead. <laughs> I told you we were done, Stuart. And you grabs moved. on and starts thrashing about like a gator, making strange noises. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> Don't know. That's terrible. Oh. See, I told you, this is it's the third time, third person he's bit today. <laughs> and he says, I got it. I got it. Focus on the crates. Hold on. And he starts, the, uh, the, yeah. the worker starts trying to get a hold of Bolly. the beast. Keep fighting. <laughs> Can Bolly escape? Where are you? Where are you? You can at any time, but right now you're part of this thrashing. Am I still flying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't. How long does the fly I last? Don't know. Uh, that's I, as long question. as you want it to, I guess. Well, no. <laughs> you can fly or you can't fly. You don't have to. Dun, 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 dun. Fly five minutes. That's pretty lengthy. You're still good for a little bit. Uh, I will uh, <laughs> fly towards the. I will be on the ground-ish and fly out that way. All right. So uh, let me see if I understand. All eyes are up. There's this thing bouncing around, making noises, thrashing for Stuart, and you kind of just drop out. Of the mission impossible. It's like a baby. I'm sliding out on the ground. Make a stealth roll plus two, please. Stealth roll plus two. Oh. 41. <laughs> <laughs> and no one, is, no one sees this. Not friend, oh, not enemy. And roll. You Jeez. just disappear out between everyone's legs and are across the room wherever you want to be safely um, stealthed yeah, away. And then behind some crates and then All right. to fly to where off. You are there and everyone is leaving mm -hmm. the beast to the chaos. I guess. All right. So there's not happy about it, but, The guy yeah. continues. I got this. Just focus on the on the crates. And what are you doing with Stuart? Get it to let me go. 
Kill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Yara's going to a couple tugs, and then as soon as he said, I got it, I got it, Yara's just going to, all right, thanks. All right. Uh, Stuart, I'll catch you later, bud. And we will take our break there. All right, you are inside this reception for goods area. It is a stone, um, almost bleached white stone in every way. There are uh, a couple uh, carvings on the wall, but they look to be utilitarian for tracking things, and they've put stones for counting some crude abacus system you're not familiar with. This is a, a circular room that's big, has uh, several crates that need to go back, and boxes. There are three main tunnels that go out. There's uh, it's a different parts deeper within this uh, cliffside. There are several rooms, small rooms that are just off that are used for storage or by the workers here. You're not sure. You haven't gone into them. And then there is also a big stone balcony that overlooks the area that you're trying to get to, which is just beneath you, which is where your map was being pointed to. And there is also a strange metallic cage transport lift that is rocking back and forth with the crazed uh, Fergan giant beast furry elephant type thing that is uh, uh, just attacking a poor guard. Uh, with a jetpack that no longer works, who is screaming something. What's he screaming? Nah. That's what you hear. <laughs> so we can we can see You can, you can the see balcony. and do whatever you want. The guard right now is curly, just come on, trying to calm this beast down. Piercy heads towards the, the balcony below that we need to get to and just hops down. Uh, you go to your balcony, and you can see just slightly below uh, is the balcony that you need. Um, it is very lined up, so you have to make sure you make a good drop. I can do that. I, okay. can, use, I can use Rapid Mantle and just, like, drop myself down. And uh, it would probably around. involve an acrobatics rule. That's fine. How are the rest of us going to get there? I don't know. <laughs> don't know, don't care. Bye! <laughs> uh, with this, and I'll pull out my grappling hook. Alright, so you guys are all on the balcony, and now you're getting out a grappling hook. 39. Uh, it doesn't count. It next to make a roll, uh, well, you're grabbing a grappling hook, uh, and you're hooking around this the stone uh, railing, and then so he's still flying. He can step down. He can get down. I can get down. So we're oh, fine. his flight is still good. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yes. It's gonna be gone any second. Get down. Down below. That means there'll be a dice roll as you. <laughs> yeah. As you. <laughs> Speaking of dice roll, Piercy, make a acrobatics roll as you swing down. I want my previous roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's make this fun. Um, 32. With a 32, you succeed in landing into open space and missing and can uh, grab an edge. Okay, I will do that. M make a reflex saving throw, please. Um, and I can use athletics instead of reflex if I want, but I'm going to use reflex. That's a natural twenty. Woo! Ooh. You grab on, you grab on to the bottom balcony, stone balcony. Grab onto it, pull yourself up with ease, flip, land inside the balcony, but fail as you hit some sort of invisible force field, and you are essentially laying at a what is that? Twenty fifteen degree angle on your back, with your feet touching the railing, and it's a curved, almost spherical force field that you're now laying on that you cannot through and then there's a grappling hook with people coming down and a dwarf bobblingly coming down as well like a balloon a deflated balloon 
Uh, hey guys. Mm-hmm. Shh. Is, is that Baldy or the <laughs> air leaving? <laughs> it's, it's both. <laughs> and shh is in dwarven, by the way. So, but, yeah. uh, so, is there uh, something here? Is, this it, barrier, is it uh, transparent? It is invisible, and all of you have arrived, uh, and Bali, your spell has ended, and you are, you are all now... Take this. Give him the rope. <laughs> you are all now laying on this, laying against this, almost picture like a, a big piece of glass that you're all, that's not vertical, but slightly in, that you're all laying against with your feet pressed up against the railing um, at, at this angle. And then through there is the rings. Through there, you can see there is a open doorway that goes into a chamber that you cannot see. And through there is the rigs. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, Yaru will try to teleport mm. through the... I can attempt to dispel it. Okay. Which, yeah, go ahead. Uh, is there any other clear way... Um, you know, I'm just keypad. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna Rich. cast a six-level dispel magic. Woo! Big six-level dispel magic. The you, the way you said that, Woo! I know I'm gonna fail. Do you want me to roll, or do you just want to go I, ahead and fail me? I would like you to roll. Like, You're taunting like me, help. aren't you? You're taunting me. <sighs> I'm. I'm gonna use a hero point on yeah. that. Mm. Natural twenty. Nice. You dispel the force field instantly in any way that makes you look cool and anyone else look cool or foolish in any way you want to describe. Um, I do it, and then my feet just kind of fall and hit the ground, and everybody else just face plants straight in. <laughs> slide to slide. Piercy does not face plant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nope, he said anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20. Read the 20. Uh, you also have a temporary control over this for the next 10 minutes to turn it back on or off again. Okay. I like that. Um, once inside, we will turn it back on. All right. You turn it back on, and Yaru hits his head immediately as he stands back up. Stay low. And you guys are within this force field area. Wow, what a what a dispel! Yeah, um, and we head in towards the the door. All right, you head inside through this tunnel. It goes a little bit of a ways, and you can. It's dark, but both all of you have some sort of vision. You can still see. Still raining, still windy, but now you're dry inside, and you can hear the and see. There's an opening of a larger chamber, maybe down a 80 foot tunnel, and you can hear some voices in there. Voices, voices, voices. What do they sound like? They sound tight, weird, uh, slightly alienish like voices. And, uh, Piercy, you can make a perception roll, please. Okay. And before we go into the room, regardless of anything else, I'm casting haste on the group. Okay. Natural 20. Whoa. Whoa. Two in a row? All right. Piercy holds everyone up, his ears twitch. And you hear someone say, uh, "But I found it, and 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 it's mine, and 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 uh, well, I don't think we should tell Narcadian about it." 
as uh, as uh, somebody says uh, they found something. I don't know what though, they, but they don't want uh, that Arcadian guy to know. All right. There's something wrong with the force field. No, there's not. Let, let it drop. <laughs> okay. So the force field is off now. Yes. All right. And then you hear, yes, there is. And then you hear footsteps coming towards you guys. Um, Piercy, like, backs up against the side of where the hallway opens up. Okay. Yaru will teleport to the ceiling. Uh, this is a narrow corridor 80 feet long that you guys are currently in. I am a black cat. I'm on the ceiling. Okay. How are you hanging there on the ceiling? I have a climb speed. You can do that. Once they're past where I believe the barrier is, I'm going to put it back up. Okay, so right now you guys are in an 80-foot-long corridor. You're uh, maybe 30 feet away from this chamber. Uh, you hear someone coming this way. Yeah. So as soon as I see that, okay, first off, hasting the group. Second, um, as soon as I see them, I'm putting the force field back up. And that force so, field is behind you. Correct. Okay. So that they are going to be trapped in with us. There's no, no, there's no trapping. Let me describe it one more time. The force field's behind us. You're in a balcony. Oh, okay. You've left the balcony, thought, go down this hallway. I thought maybe it ended. Okay. No, they're mind. coming. Like, you're looking Got down it. the hallway. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Copy that. Yeah. I'm on Just it. Just now coming around the corner. Right. Are you doing anything different? Mm, I'll put the Come force on, field tactician. back up. Okay. You're porting the force field back up. It doesn't matter what I devise as a plan. Y'all are going to fuck it up anyways. <laughs> <laughs> What's the status of the force field? Up. Okay. The footsteps continue and are heading your way. We have, uh, and what were you doing, Piercy? Well, I had pictured it almost opposite. So I thought the the hall, like we were in the chamber and the hallway yep. was what they were going through. So, um, so Piercy's just up against the the the, the wall of the hallway, just acting. Can't you as, like hide in somebody else's as space? Stinny as he can. Okay. I can. I can occupy someone else's you know, space. Occupy is different. Oh, okay. But I don't know the, the rat rules. Um, I drop prone. All right. Falling on the ceiling. Children, someone's coming. on the ground. You see uh, an, an individual walk in from these brighter lit uh, chamber and into this corridor. It is a individual who has a slightly sparkly robe and whose head is made of a crystalline-like shape that is split into two pieces with an eye on each side of this crystalline jagged thing. That's fine. Um, that's fine. <laughs> and it walks down the corridor and then stops. It sees us? <clears throat> it appears to. If you don't want Narcadian to know what you're up to, you will help us. Make an intimidation roll. Thank you for not making a well. Intimidation, also plus one. I rolled a five total. <laughs> Super diplomatic. Intruders! Intruders! <laughs> uh, it yells and uh, starts to cast a spell. How far away is he from Piercy? 40 feet. What about Yaru? 40 feet. Oh. Piercy kips up and runs to tumble through him. Okay. Uh, go for it. That's a uh, 46. That is absolutely that's a critical success. Excellent. Um, so he's flat-footed, and I have panache. Do I, do I keep, get to keep going? Yeah, keep okay. going. All right, now I'll attack. 
You tumble through, you come out on the other side of him and make a swipe. Um, that's a 40, no, 38. 29, no, 48. What? To hit. Really? Yeah. That's huge. Because I have plus Shit. 20. I rolled 19. Oh, wait, sorry, natural 20. Because I have keen. With keen. That is a critical success. Piercy, we need him alive. No, we don't. Do not we? anymore. So that's 1, 2, 3, 13, 17, 20 points of damage. Three of those being fire, if it counts. Double that. If it Double matters. That. that. 40. Yeah, 40 that's 40. 40. <laughs> Are 40? you sure? <laughs> 20 doubled is 40? 40, 40 points of damage is a big hit. He is still standing, but you stabbed and dealt us some bloody damage for sure. You have the greater fire rune. So you have persistent for the 12. At the end of his turn. 40, 12, no. I, 40, I, it's 40, 40 10. It's 2d10. I thought it was 4d10. No. 2d10. Yeah. On a critical? No, the critical is what triggers the oh, persistent. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so he's absolutely burning. Um, uh, anyone else want to try anything? Yeah, Yaru. Uh, I mean, Pierce is in the way, so no, never mind. No, Pierce is behind him. Yeah. I tumble through. through. Okay, Yaru will drop down in front of him, hand over the mouth, <laughs> and just say, if you don't want another stabby, then listen then to the wizard. <laughs> and he points at uh, uh, Sildren. Make an athletics roll first. Yeah. He's insulting. He's dodging to not let you touch him. Uh, that is a 13 plus 26. We'll call that a uh, 49. Wow. You uh, critically succeed and are able to wrap him up and put your hand over his mouth and make a intimidation roll plus two. Intimidate you. Intimidate you. 38. With a 38, he stops casting his spell and remains motionless. That's how you do it, apparently. I'm not intimidating. I just tell your friend to join us. And I let him go. <laughs> you let him go. Yeah, well, Piercy's still behind him, so yeah. <laughs> uh, he says... With a sword probably still in his gut or something. <laughs> he says, I, I need you in here, please. And... <laughs> <laughs> and you hear footsteps and another one of these creatures uh, enters and it has the same crystalline head split and walks in and says uh, what is the and stops when it sees you all and it starts to cast a spell stop we mean you no harm it casts a spell at the closest person which is Piercy uh -huh. Piercy make a will saving throw you need a 37 no, I'm sorry, 39. Oof. Okay. Natural 20. Oh! oh! Wow. Uh, you feel Pretty the dying. walls tremble, and you're not sure what this reality is, and then it all snaps back into reality, and you are totally fine. Now that was weird. Uh, and the creature's gearing up to cast something else, but you guys can do something. Yaru will teleport over to him and grapple him a lot more firmly than I grappled the first Make one. Make an athletics roll at more plus one. More firmly than a 49? A lot. Wally is going to uh, improve everyone with a little zealous conviction. What is that? Uh, that gives everyone a plus two will, uh, saving throw, and uh, adds 12 hit points. 
Oh, okay. Athletics roll. Plus, yes. they have to do what I say. But and plus, that's, that's for wait, what? <laughs> plus what? Plus one. Plus one. Uh, 18, 26, that's 30, 43. 43 is a decent grab on him, uh, and you have him uh, immobilized, though he can still do whatever he wants to do. Yaru will do a two-action attack on this creature. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yaru's going to use a hero point. What'd you roll? Uh, it was a total of uh, uh, 36. What'd you roll in the die? A seven. Okay. Hero point. There's a 36 on the die. Uh, <laughs> 34. 34 is a miss. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, his punch just goes, hits the ground. Um, that was a warning. <laughs> <laughs> you see what we've done to him. Nice cover. <laughs> Uh, Bali, what do you say to cast your Zell? You have to say something when you cast that to convict. Oh, them. it's 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 a it's a wonderful little prayer to uh, to the Stone Father. Uh, it's uh, a, quite a low hum, and then it's kind of this chanting, Dwarven Shadow Hall chanting that you all would have heard if you had stopped and listened really well. But it's just kind of reverberating, and it's just kind of oh no 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 no, when worship the Stone Father, you know that kind. Of all right, and that gives you guys plus two saves to wills, and it also gives them 12 temporary, 12 hit, points. temporary hit points. Okay. Uh, Sildren, you haven't done anything in a while. Um, yeah, I'm I'm making sure that the guy that's already submitted doesn't get up to any nonsense. Uh, he is not going to do anything with Piercy with his blade at him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I will assist Master Yaru. How? I will uh, grapple the crystalline. All right, you got to move over there, then you got to make an athletics roll. All right. Uh, 41. 41's another good, uh, immobilized on him. Uh, what do you want to do with your last action? Um, he's still fending you guys off, pushing, and still going to try and cast a spell on his struggling, and this will go better for you. We do not mean you harm. We just need out of here. Make a diplomacy minus three. Can I have somebody else who said that? No. (laughs) I think the fact that I kind of cut the shit out of him makes Nine. it that he doesn't Nine. you. Nope. All right, it is his turn. He uh, grabs onto, crossing his arms, the arms of Yaru and Sildren. And oh, wait, casts... diplomacy, you said? Uh-huh. Actually, okay, so diplomacy is actually higher. So I'm sorry, that was 20, 25. And touches okay. both of your arms, and both of you guys feel the walls start to shake violently, and you're not sure what's going on. Make willpower saves plus two with Molly's zealous goodness. Ooh, that's not- 38. 39 was the target oh. number. Okay. Hmm. Uh, 17 and 25. Is 17 42. 42 plus two, 44. 44 is a success. Um, you, Yaru, are now quasi-real. You are there and kind of not there. You are just out of phase with the reality, not in any good way. What that means is, and this only lasts until the end of your next turn, so it's very temporary. That means every strike you do deals half damage. You cannot critically succeed uh, with any skill check. And any saving throw or spell effect that hits you is one degree success higher against you. 
Sildren, that same thing applies to you for one minute. And that's, and you guys are just feeling the whole world is just shaking around you. Everyone else sees you guys just quivering in this weird visual sense. Is that the end of his turn? It is the end of his turn. He takes 18 points of fire. No, this is the other first guy. Yeah. Ah. (laughs) So you're trying to hold him to have him not do anything, but you're letting him burn on flame. He has persistent fire. Um. Okay. Is it, just let me know when it's my turn. You guys can now do something. Both guys are now going to try and do something on their turn. You guys all go first. The first guy, now he's on fire. I forgot about that. It's not going to be calm and let everything happen. <laughs> uh, there's no minus to my attacks. It's just... Uh, it's just half damage. Half damage. Correct. Um, That's fine. All right, Percy's going to take another stab at this guy. Okay. What you doing here? He backs away, but you strike at him. Go for it. That's uh, 33. 33 is 30, a miss. 34. 34 is a hit. <laughs> um, we know it's what like their AC is now. Miss! You sunk my spleen. <laughs> so that's 15 points 15, of damage. 15, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll do another. <laughs> do another stab old pucker here. factor in that, huh? That's... uh. Nine plus 20, 34 again. Is a hit. (laughs) And that is seven, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Okay. He is stumbling backwards, badly bleeding purple sparkly blood, but still standing. That's on the critical. Oh, I've been forgetting to add that. Yeah. Yeah. The nine. So he's had actually eight, uh, 27 more points points of damage. And he dies <laughs> on the ground with Sildren nodding his head knowingly. <laughs> you forgot the uh. <laughs> He rounded my my Achilles heel. <laughs> he collapses and goo starts uh, dripping out of him. Sparkly awesome goo. Alright. Yaru looks, uh, sees what just happened and looks back to the one that's uh, attacked, that just attacked Sojourn in himself. Piercy's third action will be to run run over towards the Okay, Yarrow, go. Uh, I will do another two-action attack that I'm still phasing into, back into reality. Well, hold on, hold on, don't count that. What is the two-action attack? A a one-inch punch? Maybe. Is it, though? Or is it, a, is it a new ability? It could be. Uh, I just need to know which one it is. Why do you have to know now? I need. Is it an old ability or a new ability? It is a new ability. A new ability. I got what okay. you're doing. Okay. So two action attack. You're, you're not level 16 yet. No, you're not. Oh, I'm not? You, you haven't leveled up. You haven't stopped. Mm, that's right. Okay. Well, well, then I'll true. still do a two action fucking attack. <laughs> the old alone. one. Old one. Uh, that's a 19, which is a natural 19. That is a fussy critical hit from Alistair. <laughs> a phased out pat. The wrist phases back into reality. Didn't it say you can't get criticals? Yeah, you can't get criticals. Uh, let's see. It's, critical saves. It strikes, deal half damage. It can't critically succeed in any skill check. You can still get criticals. Okay. okay. There you go. Well, we're all just against... You're going to lose. You suck. I'm not against anybody. I'm just for the truth. That creature is about to take 8d6 plus 17 times 2. 5, 7, 18. Every 2, 6 is worth 7 points. So you can just trim that down and just roll one die. 
No, don't, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Let's see. Seth, can you Say, type yeah, in Seth, can type in the number right now, <laughs> Seth? Just need a camera into the dish. Thirty-two, fifty-six points of damage. And then and I cannot verify that because I can't see that far. Fifty-six. Okay. That's good enough. Fifty-six, <laughs> but then cut in half because you're quasi real. Okay. Uh, Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. You have one action left. What do you want to do? Huge punch. Uh, Crystal bits go flying. Six is fire and okay. two d10 fire damage as well. All right. Persistent. Um, big kind of crevice opens up in his chest. If you don't want to end up like him, you will help us. And he just picks him up and brings him into the room that they were in. Make another intimidation roll with plus four. a natural one. <laughs> Does anybody have a hero point? No. I have no hero points. Piercy? I used all mine. Holy. I have one. Can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I reluct the most reluctant hero point we've had. Let's try that again. That uh, intimidation yes, plus is four. a total of 31. With plus four? Plus four, uh, 33. That'd be 35. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> No, with the plus four, it's the number's 33. It it was 31. It was 31. Without the plus four. Without the plus four. Oh, yeah. You're 35. adding four more, and it's 30. four. 35. Yeah. 35. With a 35, Yaru tells all of you to shut up and mind your own Is business. Is that not what I said? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And Sometimes it's my fault. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he lives his life. <laughs> Sometimes it's the math's fault. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes math just gets it wrong. <laughs> language of the universe, please. <laughs> Bullshit language. And Yaro, you are successful in heaving this guy back into the room, and he says, uh, don't need to hurt, no hurting, I surrender. My ego's been tainted enough this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, just dragging him in and checking uh, Checking out what's in this room. All right, you're in this other room. There is no one else here. There is a door that is sealed with metal that has all sorts of strange glyphs upon it, some of them glowing. However, it is the central part of the room that has your attention, and it is a floor made of rings of a brass-like material with different symbols on them, and they are there are... Uh, about a dozen of them that are slowly rotating in different directions on the floor with a central disc in the middle that does not move. Um, it's a majority of the floor and you can walk around safely around the sides of this uh, medium sized chamber, excuse me. And then there is also a, de uh, a strange device that is several metal brass uh, rings that are maybe the size of a donut, but flat and also brass with symbols on them. And there are 15 of those that are just hovering in a small, maybe suitcase suitcase size shape a few feet off the air, uh, off the ground uh, to the side of the room. I'm guessing you needed two people to operate this ride. <laughs> if we want to get back to Varen. Narcadian says no one comes in. No we one. We are going to go to Varan. The decision is your life or death. So, 
take that into account with what Narcadian says. Make an intimidation roll. Fuck right. you! <laughs> 17. 17. Total of 17. That's yeah. A, that's a good roll. Yeah, well, that's a good roll. <laughs> it was the best. Rolled high. Can I roll diplomacy instead? Uh, no. Not I was being very diplomatic. No, no, no. Um, he... I'm just going to stop talking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can do no good here. Play to your strengths. He says, I, I, I can show you, I can show you how I, I do it, but you must promise not to hurt me. Then that's fine. Now they can make it that promise if you promise to get us home. And uh, you must let me go. Yara, let's go. You let go. He runs over to the floating mini discs. And says, you must get into the, the central ring. Where did you want to go? Uh, how about uh, you come with us? That is not possible. Piercy pulls out that his short sword. That won't be necessary, Piercy. Yaro, I'll be right back. Yaro leaves the room for a moment. And you can hear... Yara's dragging the other body back into the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Leaving the sparkly blue gore behind <laughs> as he goes. I need Bali and Sildren to make perception rolls. There we go. Something I'm good at. Um, 42. Whoa. Yeah, 42. Nice. <laughs> That's 84 total, guys. <laughs> hey, good math. Thank yeah. you. Uh, you see... <laughs> <laughs> this crystalline guy is with his robe on is quite alarmed at what Yaru is bringing in his dead ally uh, and has stopped messing around with these strange floating discs but is has a, a large serving tray with food and bowls and big napkins and stuff that he is kind of pushing out of the way with his foot um, that's near where he's at and then says, oh, what is, what is this? To Yaru. Something goes, looks at what's going on yeah. over there with his foot. Yaru? This is our test dummy, in case you try to trick us. He will go first. I, I can send him to a place that you specify, but it may not always be exactly where you want if you've never been there before. His pucker's getting dry. He's getting nervous. <laughs> Have some water. I have cotton pucker. <laughs> oh, but uh, I think if we've been there, yeah, we can go. And and it was uh, Varen. The the was where you wish to go. A specific place in Varen. Uh, I can get you to Varen. Uh, and if it's a place you want, uh, I will get you there. If you have been there before, it will take you to where you came from. That is where we will go. To Mirskon. By now. It, it says where we came from. It's, uh, yeah. We'll be going to Ivoron. Token Sildren, what is that? <laughs> That's what what are you hiding? Um, Yaru will pull out uh, a map of Varen and just kind of show him, take us here. Uh, take him, just kind of giving him. We've been to this city. Okay. Bali, what were you saying? What is that? What are you hiding? And Bali's stomping over yeah. to 
the tray that he is pulling back. All right. Uh, you see there is a tray, and he says, that is nothing, and blocks in the way. It's almost, a little, almost a little Dalek tone to that as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's blocking the you from getting towards his food tray. That is my lunch. Bolly's <laughs> waiting. Bolly's <laughs> uh, going to try and juke and get around him to step to the uh, other side of that. You easily juke and see that he didn't anti-juke when a short sword from Piercy was pointed in his direction, uh -huh. and you were able to get behind him. You remove some napkiny things and see some mostly eaten lunch of some strange sweet bread, some sort of stew that smells oddly familiar recently, <laughs> and uh, you see there is a very strange rectangle of a black material uh, that has been covered up by a napkin, uh, is what you see. And it is a black material that has strange sparkly purple stuff within it. And you may make an occult roll. Yeah, I gotta re-roll that. That would've been an interesting roll, That would've too. been a good roll. Landed off kilter. Um, I have no hero points, so I take a 22. With a 22, you have no idea what this is. It is also slightly glowing in the center. Uh, gonna leave the key out. This, uh, this looks interesting. This doesn't look like food. Uh, Bali, using the napkin, scoops up the, uh, the cube. That is mine! Holds, and, holds it in front of him, and this is what you took, eh? Leave that, don't be mean. Hey, anyone seen anything like this before? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but he's very interested in it. Everyone, don't move! Everyone can make an occult roll. Twenty-four. Where's Xander when you need him? Uh, where is him? Has that ever been said before? <laughs> Twenty-eight. No. What'd you get, children? No. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't. All right. That it seems worthwhile to you. We need to get home, and you need this. It's a deal. Well, that was easy. I didn't even have to make a roll. So we just need a place that we know where it is. We don't, not necessarily where we just came from on our last trip through the rings. Is that correct? Uh, that I can't guarantee. Where you, if you've been there before to this place, it, it pulls you more than you go to. Sildren, we should go back to Iceland. Very well. A few days' journey is a lot easier than anywhere else it could send us, even the middle of the ocean. Oh, and all of you may make an uh, arcane or arcana, which is it? Arcana? Arcana. Arcana roll. Natural 20. Whoa. Natural twenty. Oh, oh I touched it. I see it. It's Xander. He looks at me. <laughs> Completely unrelated to the uh, rectangle in uh, Bali's hands, Sildren and Bali, you both recognize about half a dozen of these discs in this floating thing that he's messing with. Half a dozen have nothing to do with um, teleportation and are all about seeking out things across realms. 
uh, these bottom six rings uh, are much more divination to go seek out oh. things or people. And this will, they're not part of the machinery for the transportation. Correct. Completely separate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it was like, excuse me for one moment. And, um, we'll destroy them. How? Um, mm, he will attempt to do so. Now I'm scared. Um, with searing light. Okay. You start to cast. Uh, he steps in front and says, no, I need this to teleport you. You do not. And pushes him aside. He says, uh, but that took me months to, to build. And it's already cast. Okay. <laughs> uh, make a spell attack. No, you already hit. What's the damage? Um... Searing light, 5d6, I believe. All right, you destroy and sizzle away, and there are just small bits that are smashed across the other side of the room, and all of those have been obliterated. Ah! Sorry. Um, Can this break (laughs) just as easily? What is this, anyway? He says, I do not know. He failed his roll. (laughs) I don't believe you. Can this break, too? And Bali gears up to cast searing light into it. and All right, you drop it. It drops heavier than you expected to the ground. Uh, and you're going to cast searing light on, you said. Uh, well, I'm I'm gearing up to. Right. So it's going through the incantation and watching with the, if this guy steps in. And... He is stepping behind Sildren. Stepping behind Sildren, yes. <laughs> I will scoop up you, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Now, are we going to Viren or not? The deal still stands. And he holds out his hand to you, Bali. You give me my brick, and I will send you the deal. Damn it, what for my word? And places the cube in his hand. He takes it and greedily puts it close and hides it underneath his robe with one hand, and then realizes he needs his two hands and puts it down on his dinner tray and covers it with a napkin again. And um, uh, starts working his magic and says, you need to get in the middle area there, in the middle disc. We have little choice but to trust him. They will. Okay. What's the alternative? Bolly jumps in the middle of the circle. Okay. Yeah, Piercy steps in. Yeah. Siltrin, Yaru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all of you may make arcana rolls again. Oh, God. Thirty-five. Thirty-two. Thirty-three. Twenty-two. Twenty-eight. Twenty-two. Sixteen arcana rolled six. Uh, Sildren, you see there are some motions he's doing with the disc and moving them and rotating them, doing them in the floor. These different discs start to grind in different directions. Some come to a stop. Others will go back the other direction. These strange symbols are rotating around you as the four of you are uh, huddled together on this smaller disc. You got a what again? 35. With a 35, you see everything looks fine, disorientingly fine, but you can see there is an overarching known symbol of Varen on one of the discs that he is not using. It's like up the 14 discs, there's one tiny symbol for your plane with Varen, and you know that's one that's critical to this process, and he's touching a bunch of others. Creature, even... I know what you're doing. 
You and I know where Varen is on that disc. You have about two seconds to fix it before you're dead. And he runs. And he runs down the corridor. What's his movement speed? He gra- actually he spends an action and reaches down and grabs his yeah. his black block. Even better. What's his movement speed? <laughs> <laughs> and he runs and he runs. He is now thirty feet down that. He has difficult terrain with the gore of his friend. He's yeah. fifteen feet down the into the corridor. There is a flash of black on the walls, on the ceiling as Yaru comes in and is in front of him before he knows it. And he, Knocks into Yaru, and he has to get past Yaru now. Okay. And I will attempt to stop him if it means grapple, attack, whatever. Percy Uh-oh. also tumbles through and occupies the same spot. Go ahead and make a roll. Does Sildren think he could um, now operate the machine? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, 42. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Even better. 42. 42 Mostly. is a total success. And you essentially are there and going, stop, and realize you're under the legs of Yaru, who's also right above you. Uh, and he stops in front of you guys and is immediately casting a spell, but you guys still have uh, an action or two left. Uh, restrain. Kill him. I got this. <laughs> um, am I back to full reality? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do... Sildren, uh, so are you. Yes. A uh, two-action, um, uh, one-inch punch, excuse me. Got it. With a... Uh, 35 to hit. Is a hit. Uh, 27 points of damage. With 27 points, you drop him with a huge punch. There is a terrible crack that his body cannot sustain, and he drops. It's almost like some sort of jelly-filled candy that's like a Jolly Rancher on the outside. (laughs) There's a crack, and then there's blue goo dripping out all over, and he drops and falls. Yaru will pick up. Gusher's candy. Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take the napkin from his hand, pick up the black uh, rectangle, uh, and step on the broken bone oh. and walk back All right. towards the chamber. Now it's like a creme brulee. And now there's yeah. two of these sparkly guys. He's looking at his friend's dead body right sure. next to him. All right. And Sildren's trying to work out now what he said and uh, figure out how to work this Well, machine. yeah, yeah. There's a little cockiness <laughs> now. Well, now I actually got to do it. Well, the DM said I could do it, maybe. So. Um, all right, so all of you guys get on the Star Trek transporter except for Sildren, who is now... Bye, Try. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time. <laughs> and uh, Sildren, you start moving some of these rings, trying to make sense. Okay, this allows them to pass through here, and this would take them to some strange planet. And we got to get the Varen just right and get this angle, but we have to make sure that it doesn't take too long. There's all sorts of strange, crazy stuff going on there. You're not quite sure. Uh, but you start to dial it in. You think you've got it just where you want. Everyone's standing in the middle section. All these rings are starting to go. Sildren's making last-minute things. You're waiting for some sort of sign. Everyone's waiting. All of a sudden, the last ring stops moving, and there's this big chunk and this big vibrating sound. Sildren, you got just it. give up, and you <laughs> run across them all into the middle, and just as you do, the entire thing goes, and all of you phase out and make an arcana roll, Sildren. Make oh, a good one. God. Make a good one, bitch. Okay. That's pretty good. A uh, total of 40. Wow. Uh, 
And this role was important to no one more than Jeremy, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Uh, It would be a long time before they saw you again. (laughs) (laughs) We're adventuring on a new realm. A new plane. Season four. (laughs) 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 Suddenly it's the Oblivion cart ride. Um, (laughs) You all suddenly feel cold and uh, find yourself standing within the fortress of char ice underneath the ground with her corpse not far away. Ooh. <laughs> how, how do we arrive? We just fade you in? You fade in. You start to blink. There's no visual effect. You just find yourself probably also clutching each other in a four-person hug. Some <laughs> of you screaming. Uh, you Mostly s- something. You see. <laughs> I got it. I knew what I was going to get it. Uh, you see there's coldness around you. Um, there's still dead dragon kid. Excuse me, dead char ice corpse. There is also a circular rune that looks similar to what Xanner has done uh, with a nexus quill. And then the stone corpse of Yelena with some childlike scrawler on, on it. Yep. Huh. Uh, well, uh, so we're back. Uh, where's Xander uh, and Polly? Well, it's been Look, a week. They, of course, are not going to be here. You're going to move to the snow in a little bit. Look at these symbols. This is Xander's work. Indeed. Sildren still has the Nexus key, and he's going to utilize it on the runes. All right, you touch one of the runes, and the whole area starts to light up, uh, allowing you to pass through. Something's happened to Yelena. Yes, let's go see the stone. I didn't leave her like this. Here lies Yelena, dragon slayer, defender of Varin. Law. Semicolon closer parentheses. There's not a single comma here. That's <laughs> <laughs> grammatically incorrect. The punctuation is terrible. <laughs> hey, I'm a teacher, okay? <laughs> well, I would presume. You're not there anymore. Yeah, no. Sildren has faded away when she used the key. Oh. I hope everybody had a yeah. key. <laughs> Polly does not have a key. Oh. <laughs> well, we can get back to Bali though, because I can ob- oh, because now I'll, hopefully I'll be in um, the Nexus and be able to open it back up. Yaru just kneels down at the stone body of Yelena. I'm sorry we failed you. Goodbye. And he fades into the Nexus with your key, with my key. All right. Uh, Bali takes out a bedroll and uh, saying she does not deserve to be here uh, and undoes the spell of the wizard by casting stone to flesh. Whoa. <laughs> do you have that spell prepared? I do have that spell prepared. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, she is deceased, but she's more manageable and less weighty, and I put her in this roll. Uh, and I kind of prep her for her burial uh, and move to the 
nexus waiting for someone to realize that Bali is keyless. All right, Xanner, uh, you suddenly, I don't know, drop your bowl of Cheetos as you're in your pajamas walking <laughs> around the nexus as Sildren's Sildren's just suddenly standing there. Wet, covered in gore. Is that what it looks like? <laughs> Where the hell have you been? Licking orange powder off his fingers. <laughs> Orange powder on the fly of his jammies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where's what? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. He's very pliable. <laughs> hey, Xander, come back to bed. <laughs> that, that is, that's the most romantic, accurate police voice I have ever heard. <laughs> Seth, if you're watching, oh, we love you. Seth, I've been working on that for two years, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Gilded, silky voice. (laughs) Sildren, you're back. Where's everyone else? They should be coming forthwith. Yaru appears. We need to get Bali. He does not have a key. I can do that. Give me, give me just a second. <laughs> we gotta get changed, or you can go back. You, the, the book's right there. And put on some clothes in some meantime. <laughs> Cheeto marks on everything. <laughs> Every wall has Cheeto marks on it. Some door handles have Cheeto marks on it. A lot of your stuff, Yaru, has Cheeto marks on it. <laughs> so what's happening? We are. I'm gonna open up the. A gate for um, Bali. It does not work that way. He needs a key. Oh. Well, yeah, uh, okay. Jeremy. Xander? Well, you, yeah, you, I... Can you get Bali a key? Uh, yes, but I think he needs to be present well. for it. Um, <laughs> These rules suck. <laughs> Try to remember. For, for creating the Nexus key, I can definitely create a duplicate key, but he doesn't need to be present for it, right? Doesn't yeah, you just need to give it to him, You just have right? to have his name. Yeah, so uh, Xander will go into the key house. Uh, I'll place the Nexus key in. Uh, I will generate a, a, a duplicate key or replacement key and then bring that out. Okay. Uh, you are able to do just as you said. Key room. Uh, copper metal slot, circle slot, small room. Uh, yep, you can do exactly what you said. Okay, uh, so Xander creates the, uh, the the replacement key, the duplicate key, and then Xander will. Uh, but you must speak a word. I. That's right. I have a word for this one. Oh, I don't think it was the same word every time. I think because I, I didn't have it right. It was. Uh, it is one word, and it was told to you in the note. That was left behind. That's right. I have a note. Bali, your fate right now is resting in the hands of note taking. Yep, 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 yep. I've done this. I can totally make keys. I make keys (laughs) all the time. Um. You say? No, you're fine. That's only if you're changing the master. You're fine. You're fine. I had it wrong. You're fine. Okay. Only for the master. You are able to make a duplicate uh, slave key uh, for Bali, and you are able to return. Bali, Xanner suddenly phases in to the uh, fortress, the cold, icy fortress. You see Bali is there with a stuffed bedroll behind him. 
you need a key to get to the Nexus. Welcome back. It's been a week. We haven't seen you forever. Yes. And okay, well, that was a good talk. This what? is for you. <laughs> it's very cold here. I'm still in my jammies. I think a little cold might suit you. Wait a moment. Now, I appreciate what you've done. You honor the Stone Father. You honor Yelena. But this was no place to leave her. So why did you? This is the place that she died. That's the reason she died. She's a hero. This isn't a place that she would be found, but this is a place that she could be known. And I didn't have any other place to take her. She had her home. It wasn't a home. It was a place that she slept. We were her home. Then you'd find a place closer to us, then. There's nothing closer than the Nexus. We could have come and seen her at any time. Not at the feet of the very enemy, the very thing here that caused her destruction. The very thing that she helped destroy. That didn't cause her destruction. She caused her destruction. We caused her destruction. It was put upon you, put upon all of us, to watch over her. And we gave up. We left her behind. We broke our oaths. You broke yours. I never left. But you abandoned her? Here, of all places? In the cold? She was your student? You were to look after her? She deserved better. And now my new oath is she will. She will get better. I will find a place for her to honor her memory, not abandon her to the snows. That is my new oath. Since mine was broken without my permission. I hope you will help me in that at least. And Bali picks up the roll and starts dragging it towards the nexus. All right. You... Xanner turns around, goes to the nexus, and takes the key with it. What? 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 <laughs> All right. You are caught unawares, Bali, and Xanner disappears with your key in hand. Uh, Sildren, you are taking off your backpack. Sildren, you also notice, and Piercy, you came through? Piercy did not come through yet. All right. He's, <laughs> he's staying with Bali. All right. For the uh, uh, Sildren, you are getting your pack off. You are exhausted. You know morale is very low across the group. Uh, Yaru is here. He looks tired and exhausted. Yaru's been through a lot of hell himself, particularly uh, beneath the arena several days ago. And then you see Xanner return with uh, both keys and a strange look on his face. Xanner? He didn't want it. He said he had something he still had to do to take care of Yelena. Xanner will go back to the key room and dissolve the key. Piercy. Um... Back in the fortress next to yeah. Bali, who looks stunned. Uh, uh, did, did that just... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you wait here 
I, I, I'll be right back. I, I'll go get the key for you. Bali waits and inquires to the game master. Uh, the hall, the gray hall that is present here, uh-huh. uh, is, is it known to have dwarves still rummaging about in it? Oh, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. Bali's going to start making his way. Uh, all right, that would be several days of hiking through very rough mountains. Would not be easy by yourself, let alone with. They'll be more hard. But then again, you are level sixteen, so I have to temper all of my thoughts with that. Is he though? Is he yet? Ah, oh, not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Um, Ollie's preparing to make preparations. Okay, to do just preparing to make preparations. Percy walks through the portal into the nexus. You have your nexus key. Um. Yep. Right, right behind, on the heels what? of, what? What's going on? Piercy, you arrive. You see Xanar coming out of the key duplication room without the extra. Xanar. Piercy, welcome back. Xanar, we need the key for Bolly. He didn't want it. No, that's it's not true. Yes, it is. No. I tried to give him a key. You didn't give it to him. He said he would. He was being a jerk. He was having his feelings. And that's okay to do. He the, need he needs a key. You need to give him a key. I will give him a key when he comes back. No, now. I don't like everyone yelling at me. I've been out without you guys for a week. You've been going through all sorts of things. We've been alone. I didn't know how to get back to you, and I finally made it back. We got things working out, and now everyone's here. You're just all yelling at me for things I didn't even do. I'm a yelling at you because you need to give him a key. I'll think about it. No! Uh, Piercy Xanner has his hand on the hilt of his short sword. There. We have been through a very trying few days, as I'm sure you have as well. I'm not sure what happened on the other side of the Nexus, but there are things in this realm that we are still fighting that will be the death of us all if we don't stop fucking bickering with each other. All of us. The realm depends on our unity. And whatever is going on, we can work that out. But we need to be together or you doom us all. I was almost pretty intimidating, but your, your skills are so low. Xander <laughs> <laughs> turns around and walks into the key room to make a duplicate key. All right, Xander, you make a duplicate key. You come out and you go through the Nexus book? Um, uh, no, I hand the key to Piercy. All right. Here's Pierce. your freaking key! Uh, thank you. Um, Piercy goes back through the portal. All right, Bali. Piercy arrives. Zana <clears throat> uh, uh, says he's sorry, and here's your key. Thank you, Piercy. Bali takes the key. Bali looks off to the mountains. <laughs> I'm very close to home, you know. Uh, but you said you're, you're gonna take Yelena to her home. 
Yeah, that I will. But I just wanted another moment to look at those mountains. You won't be seeing them for a long time. All right, let's go. After you. (laughs) (laughs) You go through the Nexus and arrive in the Nexus. All of you are there. All of you are um, tired. Uh, Xanner is nowhere to be seen. It is the four of you, uh, and you're looking very bedraggled. Spirits are quite low. Um, uh, You've been through some traumatic stuff the last few days, not just the last what few hours but you can see everyone can see everyone's heads are low you've been through some traumatic stuff uh and it's just been never ending it's been a traumatic week for sure iaru will speak up for the first time in probably two hours or so with everyone just being solemn and he'll say into the room with all the four of us and kind of let it echo through the nexus however it may partly through his monocle so Xanner can hear. We are all tired, some more than others. We will rest, and then we will discuss where we go from here. Xanner goes to bed. (laughs) Why is my bedspread orange? There's something that I have to say to everyone, but it needs Xander and Palik as well. Because there are things that Callie and Vero told me that everyone needs to know. All right. Everyone is then gathered. Palik is there too. Xander is there. Not looking at many of you. So listen. Callie and Vero told me several things when we were together, some of which has let me put together pieces of a puzzle that has been bothering me for some time. She had stated that the Council of Azimir is in disarray. They're too busy with infighting and power-mongering to do anything against the growing threats that Varen now faces. She also, I think, understood that what was happening in Azimir is an external threat. Something, someone, is scheming to keep them working against each other. Just like what happened in Mirskan with Senator Cathed, just as in Ivoron, as in the Thousand Islands, and with us and Yelena. Everywhere we have been, we have found power structures in strife and in ruin. And this is not happenstance. It is not coincidence. Our enemies, the enemies of Varen, have been working their schemes for years, perhaps decades. And I fear the Onokrin have had far more influence here than we've suspected. Perhaps they were even the ones to stir Charice and Scorchinar from their slumbers. And though we have defeated them momentarily, the Onokrin have certainly not given up their designs on Varen or us, looking directly at Xander. Callian Varro said that Narcadian had been trying to locate us for some time and was finally able to at least in part because of the discord and disharmony between us. More poignant now than ever. We have been a before we had been aligned in a single purpose through every trial we had faced. 
we have trusted our lives to each other numerous times. We have always known that no matter what evil we faced, we did so together. The Battle of Iseron broke that. Through all of this, several of us had had visions and premonitions. Soline herself protected Sir Brenrose with her temple, within her temple. The Ravens of Keth struck against our enemies in the arena. The same arena, Sir Piercy was saved from death by a visage of Sir Brenrose, blessed by Selene herself. And I do not believe we are together through happenstance nor coincidence. We have all been chosen in some way for this fight, whether by our king or by our god. And I do believe we must do so together, united in purpose for us to hope to prevail. Azimir, Senator Kefed, Ivoron, all symptoms of the workings of great evils. Shale, a symptom of a greater <laughs> evil we still face. Mirskan would have never fallen, much less been attacked, if it weren't for those threats. The Temple of the Three Winds, falling under the influence of Char Ice is a symptom, not a failing of any one master. Our inability to help and protect Yelena, a symptom. We have defeated Charice, for now, foiled the Onokrin's plans. However, Scorchinar's undead are now currently pouring out of Descartes. And there is no nation, there is no power left that can stand against them. If we do not want our world to fall to darkness, I see but one choice. We must stop bickering and work together and be part of a unified purpose in destroying the enemies now against us. Arrayed against us, arrayed against Varen. And I don't know of any of you, but I know that at least is my path. And we will stop there for tonight. Uh, everyone gain one hero point to take into the next adventure. Everyone except for Seth's Palik. And <laughs> thanks so much for joining us in this adventure. Don't forget you can uh, uh, chat along with the rest of the fans on our Discord server. Uh, you can also help support the show on our Patreon account. Check out everything at ingloriousbards.com. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Night. Bye, everyone.